0: Hello and welcome back. Fantasy Football Debaters Hello. Podcast. We got episode 9 What's for today. On? What's going on?
1: Happy we- to be here. Yep. We're all, all here boys. today. Yeah, we got all four in the in the studio. In the his home. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to go. Man. Oh man, not coming off a good week for our hometown. Tough week four for, uh, as Bears fans, and for a couple of us fantasy-wise, a couple, actually three of us got the W this week. One one loser among us, well, uh, pretty obvious who it is. <laughs> Matt, let's
2: we'll just say just saying, uh, this week's not over yet, alright? Yeah, as we are recording, yeah, it is
1: uh, right around 9 o'clock, so we're just it's about at o- halftime it, to it's the over. midnight game.
3: Me, Matt, it's over. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Matt's calling
1: it. I'm
0: defeated still over here, for so. All the injuries. I've and got still a little bit of a close on. one
1: here with Craig, so. We'll see if Rodgers has the right. second-half magic.
0: So, Max, let's hear what we had, uh, number one. And we'll jump into the top, top performers for each
1: position like we goes. always do. Starting off at quarterback, you had Dak Prescott put up 37.28 versus uh, Cleveland in another loss. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't matter yeah. fantasy-wise, but <laughs> here's that Clom's name a lot. The, the Cowboys, uh, they're lighting it up on offense, but they can't seem to get the W. And uh, Prescott is now the best quarterback overall um, in NFL standard scoring leagues. Uh, with his 37-point 30, performance, so, so far so good for Dak. Um, behind him was another 30-point performance, 32.46 from the one and only Tom Brady, with five <laughs> touchdown passes of his own. Another pick, but managed to get 369 yards Ooh. and five touchdowns. And we'll be we'll be talking Bucks later on as they uh, face our Bears next week. And behind him was 26.24 from Teddy Bridgewater, who had himself a nice week. Um, he threw two touchdowns, one pick, but had a rushing touchdown mixed in. So not actually all that great. Not I mean usually you have a couple more crazy quarterback plays, but uh, two real standouts with Prescott and Brady, and then mostly mid twenties. Um, But we'll move right along to running backs, where we had another hot name on this podcast at number one, Joe Mixon with thirty six point one. As Chris is looking, Chris is looking like the fantasy expert with both his uh, both his guys on the side of his debate uh, leading the score this week. Hold on a minute.
3: I
2: I debated you. We debated Dak. And you debated
1: Dak first, uh, Tyler.
2: Okay. And I debated uh, Joe Mixon. And,
1: First, uh, uh, Drake. No,
2: I debated him. I had Kenyon
3: Drake. I had Joe Mixon.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, well, okay. Well, we were still debating against you. It was mainly your debate, but I jumped in. Yeah, he was pro, mix pro Mixon. I'm the pro yeah, Mixon. Yeah, interruption. Yeah, Mixon had it. because <laughs> you're wrong. You're very obviously wrong. <laughs> oh, okay, very <laughs> okay, obviously after this is, week. Yeah, listen to the junk that comes out of your mouth. Yeah. Okay, but up until this week, with a good game, he was losing. So I mean, okay,
3: three out of
1: four weeks.
2: Okay. Look at, look at the point total for your running uh, backs and mine right now. Just wait until the end of this season. One, right. week, one uh, week. Let's continue the list. It
1: was Nixon's first huge week. Um, we'll see if he can continue off it. He had 151 yards and two touchdowns. Um, behind him was more of a sure name. Dalvin Cook put up 26.6 with 130 yards and two touchdowns. So that's another solid game from a solid back. And Melvin Gordon was 23.8 Andrews' start of the week. Yep. Helped bring my, exactly. my team to a victory. So thank you. I was going to start him anyway. But thank you for the advice. <laughs> and we'll move on to wide receivers. Another another contentious name. Another guy we've debated about. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. was the Whoa. top receiver. And Matt booing every top guy. <laughs> <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong. No, no, no. Not wrong. This this week, he this played week. against me. Oh, Odell okay, played yeah. against me. That's why I'm booing that one. He had 33 points. He had a, caught a touchdown from a wide receiver, had two touchdowns. Uh, overall through the air and then ran for a touchdown at the end of the game where the Cowboys just didn't look like a good football team. <laughs> Odell was 15 yards behind the line of scrimmage at one point and managed to run it, for, run it in for a touchdown. So we'll we'll talk later on, I think, in the episode if we thought that was real or just system of playing the Cowboys. Um, behind him was a guy Matt's going to cheer, Amari Cooper with 22.4. Yeah. Uh, his first real week of the year showing up. And DJ Chark behind him with <laughs> 21.50. So a little love for Matt's guys. Next so in. so Matt. So so let's <laughs>
0: let's just get this straight real quick. Matthew has the number two and number three receiver of the week and still loses. Surely he
1: must have won. No, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's where you'd be wrong, good sir.
1: Surely it was close, and he put up over a hundred points. No, <laughs> hey, that's <laughs> wait, where you wait, would be wait. wrong again. You you
3: may you may wonder. Where is Matt starting running back? Where is Matt starting and running back? And let me just tell you where he is. He's on, he's on the COVID team who <laughs> didn't play. Derrick Henry. I don't
0: want to hear it. All ah, my guys okay. have gotten
2: injured. You can predict when someone's going to get coronavirus, all right? You
1: can't predict injury or er, eject. <laughs> ejection.
2: <laughs> you can predict an injury, but not an ejection. Thank you, Tyler. All right, <laughs> move on to the tight ends. Tight
1: ends. We had some strong performances. George Kittle led the list with 25 points versus... The Eagles, he had 183 receiving yards and a touchdown. So, another top 10 end, doing top 10 end things. Um, he missed the last two weeks and only had five the first week. So, nice um, nice showing for him. Behind him was Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews with 17.7 points, two touchdowns, 57 yards. Um, him and Jackson had the connection back after the rough week in Kansas City. And behind them was Dalton Schultz on the Cowboys, who had 72 yards and a who touchdown. that? Uh, it's, uh, never, heard of I just never heard of him. It's his second 13-point uh, week of the year, it looks like, but I would not have ever been able to tell you his name personally before this. <laughs> but uh, that's going to round it out for our top three from each position, and uh, let's <clears throat> dive into our waiver pickups of the week. All right,
3: I'll lead it off here with the top waiver wire pickup for me is going to be another guy who you're going to want to stash in your bench until he proves it, but I think with a growing quarterback, that uh, T. Higgins, a wide receiver in Cincinnati, uh, has a good shot of doing something. He had uh, 20% target share uh, last—I think it was overall this season, um, just under Tyler Boyd. He had two weeks now, nine targets and then seven targets, and he's only 13.4% owned. So I think T. Higgins has a good shot under a gunslinging quarterback— and a bad organization is going to be throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. I would not start him yet, but I think that T. Higgins could possibly make it into something this year, and I'm just going to stash him on my bench if I got room. I like it. That's the only one I got this week.
0: All right. Uh, I only had one for the week as well. Uh, it is a little redundant. Max brought him up a few weeks ago, but Josh Kelly on the Chargers, He, even though Max brought him up, Nobody apparently in the league <laughs> listened to him because he's only thirty point three percent owned in our league, at least um, yeah, on on, on NFL. NFL. Sorry, not on our league on NFL. Um, but your uh, Austin Eckler goes down with an injury. I I think it was the first quarter too. I believe so. And he yeah. didn't come back, so most yeah most likely something more on the more serious side. Mm-hmm. If if that's the case, so I think Josh Kelly is gonna see some more playing time. Might see a little action, especially with Herbert playing pretty well. I
2: would agree. All right, for mine, I, I got two this week. First, uh, first time I ever bringing two in here. So, <laughs> um, my first one is uh, Tim Patrick. He's a receiver for the Broncos. Um, Cortland Sutton, he's still out. He's out for the season. Oh, he's out for the okay. He tore his ACL, yeah, he's done. Okay, I didn't I didn't know that. So <laughs> Not the <any> more reason. <laughs> um, but anyway, Tim Patrick got 25% of the targets last week whereas Jerry Judy only got 14. He had 7, so he I mean, again, they only played the Jets, but the week before he had um versus Tampa Bay, he had uh 10 <clears throat> last week against the Jets, he had 17, and this coming week they're playing New England who According to this, as of right now, New England's defence is twenty six against receivers. But anyway, all I'm saying is I feel like he can if you need someone for a flex spot or something like that, uh, I think he'd be a good pickup. And then my other so so let me ask you, are you saying that
3: you can pick him up and then start him this week? As well? Yeah. Or so he's not just a bench stash. No, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. You you can pick him
2: I'm saying if you need him he's not gonna be a long well, maybe if Cortland Sutton's out, maybe he's a long term kind of guy. If he continues to put these types of numbers up because Honestly, 17 points in your flex spot is is He'll definitely gonna, yeah, you're definitely going to help you out. So he's not a guy he's not just a stash guy. He's a guy that you would plug and play this week.
3: Uh yeah. you like not a guy to wait for him to prove it, somebody who you think can actually go in there
2: and make a difference immediately on your team. Not immediately on my team. I'm good with my flex I'm, spot. I'm i <laughs> say, saying I'm saying if I if I wasn't saying that, I wouldn't be bringing his name up. All right. <laughs> and my second guy is a guy by the name of Brandon Ayuk. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a good. That one. man is yeah. gonna be good.
3: That man can jump.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't even that that it wasn't even that specific play. Let me. He's been playing pretty well. They though. were saying I he looked
3: like a, a young a uh, young Debo Samuel there, and he he looked pretty good. And
2: but that that so, was a crazy jump there. He so, him. oh, I forgot to say Tim Patrick is only. Point three percent owned, uh, according to NFL. And then uh, Brandon Ayuk, he's only 17.3% owned. And before he had like any. The last couple weeks, he's had a bigger role just because of all the injuries the 49ers have had. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, so against the Giants, he scored 16. Against Philadelphia, he scored 12. And this week is the week, if you're going to pick him up, you're going to want to pick him up this week. Because coming off of two straight games with decent performances. Now he's playing Miami. So, I think going into this week, he's getting some confidence. And now that he's playing Miami, I'm sure that he's going to be feeling pretty good about himself. So,
1: those are my two. All right. What are yours, Max? I've got just one this week. Um, I am going to have my way to pick up the week. be Dearness Johnson on the Cleveland Browns, who is a .1% owned. But with the news that Nick Chubb is hitting the IR, um, that opens up a starting running back spot for DeAndre Johnson. Um, and you what may be thinking, you may be thinking, what about Kareem Hunt? And I'll tell you, he, believe it or not, had more carries than Kareem Hunt um, <coughs> last week, even with Chubb starting the game and leaving in the first quarter. But Chubb being the starter in the first quarter, um, and Johnson had 7.3 yards a carry, um, and looked to be the real deal um, as much as you can in a quick, a quick game. And I think um, the Browns have kind of been riding high um, at three and one. And if there's anything that's going to continue, it's the run game, not the pass game. So I think if there's one thing you need to put stake in, it's in the run game. And I think him and Hunt could be a dangerous, uh, a dangerous backfield. And now with Chubb on the IR, it opens the door for Johnson. Has so, good of a good of a showing week one as you can. He does play the Colts next week, so I don't think I'd be throwing him in my lineup quite yet. Um, and then the the Steelers actually the week after that, so it might be uh might be a test of the waters for a little bit to see how the, if you're not too confident versus the with the Browns versus two of the tougher run defenses in the league. So let me ask you, Max,
3: do you think that he's going to take over Chubb's role or do you think Hunt's going to get the majority
1: of the... Work? I would have said um, that I think um, Hunt would become like the primary back, but I'm surprised to learn that, yeah, that um, Hunt had less carries than Chubb even last week. And so I think it's going to continue to be a split backfield and, um, Hunt be almost more of a receiving back. Well, Johnson's going to be the more run the ball. As um, eighteen of the twenty-two plays he was on the field were run plays to him. So they almost were like saying, if you're on the field, we're handing it off to you. So I think Hunt's <laughs> more your Hunt's more your versatile catch and run and and such. And Johnson's your more straight up run the ball. And seven point three yards per carry that'll do. So yeah. So in my opinion, I think he. I think while he
3: may get more of the carries, I think Hunt has, has will probably end up with more fantasy points. Oh, yeah, points no. I, if, if,
1: Hunt, if somehow Hunt is available, obviously take him over Johnson. Yeah, but, but, no, but uh, that's a good
3: pickup that he's going to get that, but uh, I wouldn't expect him to do better than Hunt. Is no, yeah, I sake. would agree with
1: that. Maybe I'm like, literally just on the ground game, but yeah. in terms of fantasy points and overall production, I'm still saying Hunt's more valuable for sure. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm. So should we hop right into the stardom soon? Let's do it. All right, we'll start out with the QBs. Uh, my start is going to be a guy that was touched on in the top three. Uh, usually I'm not so high on guys who have one good week and suck the rest of the year, but uh, Teddy Bridgewater, I think, has a great matchup this week. He's playing Atlanta, 26.24 uh, uh, two, points against Arizona, who's not a good defense, but, I mean, better than the ranked 32 Atlanta or, Maybe not 32, but they're pretty bad. <laughs> I,
1: it's honestly almost gotten to the point where you could argue you should start any quarterback that plays in line. Yeah. That's how, like, just garbage their defense has been. Yep, Rodgers exactly. is doing work for some right now. Um, Nick Foles tore him up. Like, as Chris is <laughs> trying right to this moment, live, Rodgers is tearing up the Falcons' terrible <laughs> defense. Currently,
2: Aaron Rodgers has 21 points, and this is second. Well, it's actually halftime right now. So.
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> and Bridgewater, yeah. Album, so, yeah, yeah, Bridgewater he had he
3: had a good week. Um, he ran the ball a little bit, got the rushing touchdown, so that's good for his uh, fantasy stock. But the way that they've been playing over there in Carolina has been surprising the last couple of weeks now. Actually, making it close, making yeah, uh, they've
1: been hanging in there,
3: making it a good game. And Bridgewater's starting to look better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that coach uh, Matt Rule is actually a decent coach. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about him. They're starting to step it up over there. I don't think they're some sort of great team or anything, but I think that they could easily beat Atlanta. Oh, yeah. And Bridgewater should be a large part of that. So he's going to be my start, and my sit is going to be uh, a Joe Burrow in a divisional game against Baltimore. He has not proven that he has he is fantasy elite. While he may be good in... Uh, in real life, quarterback. I wouldn't go as far as to call him elite. No, no, no. I uh, he, he's been he's been good for the team. Better definitely than, better than Dalton. Yeah, better than anybody oh, Cincinnati's yeah, nice. seen in a while. Yeah, but
1: they, the the long term stock in the the real life football of Burrow's career is very high yes, and promising. But, so he's far. got a bright future. But this sure. matchup definitely.
3: this matchup against Baltimore is going to be a tough one mm-hmm. for him, and I don't think he's going to even have a shot of performing very well. So yeah, I mean, although Baltimore has is not the greatest against uh, quarterbacks so far this year, I believe that they're just such a better defense than mm-hmm. the Bengals are as an offense. I hope Burrow lights it up. I mean, I don't, I don't really have a stock in this besides this, but <laughs> I, I don't, I don't believe that Joe Burrow is
2: gonna light any anything up. I just and want I you have... to be, I just want you to be
1: wrong. Anyway. <laughs> At least he's honest. <laughs> right, so Andrew, what <laughs> do you got?
0: Uh, QB start. I've got Big Ben versus the Eagles Boo. and that is gonna be a little bit uh you know shaky. I don't think I think it's less of a guarantee um, than my previous picks because Philadelphia is actually the number eight defense, surprisingly against quarterbacks as of right now. but I think Big Ben coming out of not playing uh, this week he's gonna be you know ready to go. Got that extra time, extra game plan, you know. He was pretty
1: mad about not playing this week. Exactly, so. I think so he's gonna he's, come out, yeah, you
0: know, the fire. Right exactly. You know. So it was
3: I... a big mistake for me. I picked Big Ben last week,
0: didn't oh, play. Yeah. Yep. And then my quarterback sit is going to be Gardner Minshew versus the Texans. I think the Texans at this point. Are just purely pissed off. They can't win a single game. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be on. You know, they're gonna be playing their butts off. I Have think. they hired
2: a new coach within the last few hours? <laughs> I'm not and sure. New GM. Breaking news.
0: <laughs> yeah. I would like to uh, send in my application yeah. over there. <laughs>
1: I- I'd like to think all of us would be smart enough not to trade DeAndre Hopkins at the very least. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that makes us more qualified. Right not. we'll take that, but... we'll
2: take the league minimum. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone
0: who's listening out there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, we will
0: we will get you the number one draft pick,
1: <laughs> Trevor Lawrence.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I think yeah, Gardner's gonna have a tougher time. I think against them,
1: not running uh, the in into next week. No, <laughs>
3: See, I, that, I'm gonna have to disagree with you there because Houston has not been good. At all. I, I yeah, I, and I Gardner has been pretty good, so I, I think I'd, he's got a shot I kind, at being I kind of being pretty good against the I against I a of think bad Houston the team. The
1: opposite way of what I understand. They're gonna rally together after the coach gets fired, I think it might get even uglier and the wheels might fall off even more and this season might just go to the wayside. But Yeah, and, and both of their uh, I see their first two
2: picks in the draft are going to uh I forgot what team, but they, they don't have like any draft picks. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're literally uh, kinda <laughs> didn't do well. <clears throat> Alright, moving on, Chris. <laughs> Alright, so my quarterback starts and sits. Well, for my start, it's Justin Herbert. Uh, I think he's uh I think he's got a promising you know career ahead of him. He's been playing pretty decently the last couple of games. Um let me pull up his stats real quick. I had it a second ago.
1: And especially given the circumstances how his career started, just like literally moments before he um before kickoffs, and you're in there, kid. And yeah, he's he, been he, doing he, well. Three weeks now of the zone. I think it.
0: he's thrown for like over so, 300 yards for so how many games now in a row. He,
2: he started his career off against Kansas City and <laughs> scored 22 points.
1: Literally being told moments before yep. kickoff. Took him yeah. to overtime. Or he just he accidentally did. punctured yeah. your quarterback's lung. Get in there, <laughs> kid. And... Yeah,
2: Carolina was uh the number three ranked defense against quarterbacks, so he only scored 13 that week.
1: Still for 330 yards, though. Yeah,
2: but. Tampa Bay was number four, and he scored 23 on them. So he's not putting up any crazy numbers, but... But he's got um, a weak
1: week matchup next week versus, yeah, uh, versus so the Yeah, the, so the
2: reason that he's my start is because he's playing New Orleans, and they're uh, pretty bad against the quarterback. So yeah. I'm thinking that he's going to have a pretty decent week. And
3: that might be more of a shootout, <laughs> out too, with the way Kamara's been playing. Mm-hmm. It might be more of a shootout. He might have to throw the ball out. Yeah, yeah. And, and,
2: that, and he's got that... Justin Herbert's got that receiver, Guyton, who... Uh, they teams have been keying on Keenan Allen, obviously. Yes. And Guyton's been—he uh, has. I mean, he hasn't done anything super crazy, but he's been pretty reliable for him. He's a pretty good deep threat.
0: Do you think uh, with Eckler going down, it's going to hurt him because he does use Eckler a lot in the passing game, dump offs, and screens well, that, and stuff? Do you, Josh, you think that's going to hurt him? Josh yeah, Kelly. Josh gonna... Kelly's pretty good. Justin, Justin, I agree. If you're, if you're Justin,
3: gonna... Justin, uh, Justin Jackson too is a pass catching guy. if I'm yeah, mistaken. I think. I think. Yeah, I think they're I all think pretty good. Be all right. Yeah, I
2: think he'll be all right.
3: So no um, one's gonna be as good
2: as
0: Eckler was. But I agree that. Do we know what Eckler's injury is Justin, though? Is he I think I know it's a. I think it was like a foot or ankle. All right, so back to lower back to the
2: quarterbacks. Um, my actual like. We all hate Kirk Cousins.
1: Yeah.
2: The only person that comes close to that is Carson Wentz for me. I've never once have I liked the guy as an NFL player. I've never thought that he's been good enough. A backup quarterback comes in and takes your team to the Super Bowl and wins MVP of the Super Bowl. Anyway, that has nothing to do with it. Anyway, Carson Wentz, just garbo, just cheeks. See, the, the way that I look at Carson Wentz is he is a good quarterback. When you
3: watch is him, he out? he's out there making plays with such an awful oh, okay, offensive line. Okay, but that's
2: the thing. He does, awful that's,
3: receiving core. That's
2: the thing. He doesn't have anything to help him out. So what's know, but, but you, what's don't he gotta give, do? you don't got to give the guy shit. I mean come
0: on. He's you an escape feel a little He is... for him. Carson Wentz is an escape artist. I
3: do not feel bad for him. The guy bad is the
2: guy's injury prone. I feel prone. a little bad for him. He the, could be great. The guy is injury.
1: <laughs> okay. But <laughs>
2: a... the guy is injury prone. He's the... currently the 22nd ranked quarterback in the league. He's not going to do it for and you. He even in
1: the win last week. Like, I would like much I would I,
2: I I'm telling you right now I would if I had both of these guys on my roster, Kirk Cousins is getting the start. And they're yeah they have a tough uh, Steelers defense coming up so no that's just crazy Chris <laughs> I'm telling you I do not like Carson Wentz he does get the rushing touchdown. look at though. the rest of his schedule it's it's red 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 a couple greens red means hard matchups on our app by the way yeah red <laughs> red 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 how is the New York Giants defense number five against the quarterback that's because like, all the because... team has to do is run the ball against them <laughs> oh, okay that's that's probably why the Panthers were
0: so <laughs> maybe so I good against quarterbacks.
2: I don't. I don't understand how they do some of that stuff. Sometimes I don't. I don't like it. It's just points against. Uh,
3: against.
0: But there's. So, but I feel the team. But,
2: but I feel like there's just so many factors. All well, right. I let's mean, let's yeah. just
0: move on.
3: Max.
1: All right. Um, Matt's gonna like mine. Um, I'm going Daniel Jones. All right. Yeah, ah, week week um, four.
3: This is the week I caught it. He's no, coming one, in. Week five. Week five. Week five. Yeah, and that's week four, after week the books, four. Of our yeah, matchups Jesus. are behind him.
1: He's um, got a very inviting matchup versus Dallas. Yep. <laughs> um, nope. He did not have a great week last week. Uh, 190 pass yard, threw a pick, and would you believe it? He fumbled. <laughs> <laughs> no! Hey,
3: hey, come on. Give the guy a break. Uh. Give the fumbled. guy a break. He's only
1: fumbled three times this you year. you got to so feel bad for him. He has fumbled the last three he weeks could be in a row, Last, less, less than yeah. last year. No offensive uh, line. And he, no he, receivers. He did not lose the fumble last week. So, the last two weeks, he, right. uh, he had fumbled and lost them all oh, right like, like that's a good thing like I that's think, not a wasted play so we
2: gotta so we got a free three points
1: i think um <laughs> the the cowboys have just not like whether it's baker mayfield or whoever versus them they've been giving up points left and right and i think daniel jones is gonna have a streamable week if you need someone to start first one of the worst pass defense. or the he could be a start for the rest of the season right, we'll see you. we'll see one week at a time one week at a time um, Getting ahead of yourself here, pal. <laughs> so my start is going to be at Daniel Jones. My sit is going to be someone. I was definitely riding the uh, the wave of excitement from last week. Nick Foles. I said start him last week. I was I was very excited by that Bears Falcons game. I was feeling the 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 BDN. <laughs> the love of Foles, and uh, with a short week after an ugly performance versus one of the stronger defenses, but just well, you didn't say to start him. I don't know if I said to start him. No, but you I, picked I him up, you picked him it. up. picked yeah. him up because I, I said to sit him last okay. week. Okay, um, but yeah, I was definitely riding high on Foles, and I've uh, come down a little, a, a fair amount after that, that not so great performance versus a very tough defense. But I think the the Bucks have not as nearly as tough as the Colts, but still a, a formidable defense. And with the short week, um, and just kind of some ugly play calling from Nagy. Not to get too into the Bears talk, but um I think Foles is gonna be a no go for me versus the Buccaneers this week. I think he could have a better week than last week because yeah, uh, I mean last week was bad. Because the Tampa
3: Bay's defensive backfield isn't great. Yeah, they're they're definitely gonna run their pass rush first. Their pass rush is gonna be tough. So
1: we'll see if Nagy still decides we've gotta run the ball on first down and do this stupid run it up the middle, run it up the middle. and it just he had eleven point eight six one week last week. The pick was off Anthony uh, Miller's hands. Bed. This podcast is anti-Anthony Miller. <laughs> and you got me the one last week. This podcast is anti. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it for my quarterbacks. So uh, so it so let's get
3: the running backs. Uh, I believe somebody else had the same guy, but uh, yeah, Jarek McKinnon versus Miami. Uh, he has been very steady and consistent. And uh, I was watching that game, and I heard the announcers talking about how Jarek McKinnon wanted to be treated like he was a undrafted rookie coming in because he hadn't played in two years. And he wanted, he wanted to have to prove it to the coaches for them to be able to put him in there. And he has clearly done that. He's been very consistent up in the upper amount of points every week. Uh, he's playing a bad Miami team. The San Francisco's quarterback, Nick Mullins, that whole situation is just not good. And they are obviously a run-first team, and he mm-hmm. seems like the featured guy now. Yep. So he looks like a very good start this week. Uh, another one I just want to throw in there, just because of the injury. I know it's been repetitive now for a couple weeks, but uh, Kareem Hunt needs to be in your lineup. Yep. Agreed. So my sit of the week is going to be a guy who did pretty well. He is a backup, so I don't know how many people have considered starting him. Latavius Murray, he ended up with 20 points against the Lions, but uh, he's playing the Chargers this week, uh, number nine against the run. Looks like a very good defense. They haven't had a lot of tests yet so far, but uh, they look very good against the run. And Latavius Murray being the second stringer, not the pass-catching guy, he's going to have a tough time. He's not going to be in enough to make a difference, and he's just going to have to be a sit for this week. I agree
0: all right for my running back start I have Mike Davis one of my own kind of kind of going off of what you said more about the Teddy Bridgewater it's against Atlanta you gotta start him but I really I really like uh, Mike Davis he's taken over for Christian McCaffrey he's done a great job I in you know in my opinion he took over for Christian McCaffrey in the fourth quarter and he had uh, 74 receiving yards in that game and since then, He's just, he's done pretty well. He's got 15 points against the Chargers week three, 17 against Arizona. Um, he scored, he got a rushing touchdown last week. He got a receiving touchdown the week before. I think he's hes taken over for Christian McCaffrey. He's done pretty well. Easy Atlanta matchup. You just gotta keep Very riding right him. Yep. Um, my running back, Sit. Gonna have to be David Montgomery. Oh. Sorry, Matt. Ooh. Yeah, boo all you want. Do you How not, do you do? Do not agree
1: though. I
3: agree <laughs> 100. The Bears
0: just—they're not. I just don't the like The play it. calling just doesn't work for him. He's not gonna get in the end zone with the way that they've been play calling, and he just, he's just—he's running and he's just getting tackled and right again, up the middle right away to every time. Not get super
1: Bears-y, but why do they keep crowding Cordell Patterson up there?
0: I I, I don't agree. get it. It's it like so me. obvious.
1: It's like third and two. And Patterson's in the backfield, and I'm like, okay, they're gonna give it to Patterson up the middle, and it's not gonna work. And then they give it to Patterson up the middle, and it doesn't work. Cause he's not a running back, and never has been. I just yeah, don't. Uh, I just. The, the one
3: thing. The one thing I will say that I would see the only way David Montgomery having even you know, a partially successful day is Tariq Cohen is out, so he is the main pass catching back right. now. So if he can catch a lot of passes, but that but is very like that, very far. Last
1: week he had six targets, three catches for thirty yards, which isn't yeah, nothing, I think I great. think with
0: Folsom as QB, you're definitely going to see him catching the ball a lot I mean, more than with definitely. Mitch. So I think if there's any upside to that, but yeah, you got to set. He's got to right? yeah, get into the
3: end zone. He's got to get into the end zone, especially pass. and
0: and especially playing um the Bucks. They have a good uh, run defense, good line, and yeah. then I think they're going to be scoring a good amount on the Bears, so they're going to have to keep it in the air more mm-hmm. than running. Yep. So, so, tough
2: great. matchup. Chris? Right. <clears throat> so my start of the week was also Jarek McKinnon. Um, he's been, like like what Matt said, he's been pretty consistent the last at least three weeks, I know for a fact. Um, but yeah, yeah, you're not going to go wrong starting Jared McKinnon. <clears throat> Sorry, my uh my sit was Jonathan Taylor, and a lot of people are like high on this guy, and I don't I don't think that he's really anything that special. I haven't seen anything major out of him, and I didn't. I mean, I know the Bears aren't like the best defense, but I know that they're not the worst defense, and he didn't really do anything against us. So I don't think that he's so who is
3: he. So who's he playing this week? Uh, Browns. Browns. Who else yeah. have a pretty. Yeah. They got decent Yeah, they do. Well, I like Jonathan Taylor. I, I don't know much about. It. I haven't seen any Browns games this year, so I can't say much. But you should. I like
2: Jonathan Taylor, but I I agree. Maybe they pretty much Starks shut down movie. Ezekiel Elliott yesterday. Yeah. Imagine what they're gonna do to Jonathan Taylor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the Cowboys, yeah. Eh.
3: America's team. I don't know about that. <laughs> Did one. the
2: announcers uh, during the Cowboys game yesterday literally said that it's crazy to think that Ezekiel Elliott mm-hmm. is like? You, you almost forget what his name is because they haven't mentioned his name at all.
1: That is crazy. Is that uh? Is yeah, Zeke had 12 attempts for 54 yards. And a oh, fumble. Wow. So is that it for you? X? Yeah, is that it? Yeah, I believe all so. Right. That, was a, that was my starting my, right. <laughs> right. my running back start of the week is going to be Kenyon Drake. Someone that's been uh, been scuttling a little or having not really a great performance yet this year. Um, But honestly, I think this is a put-up-or-shut-up week for him. Again, I don't know if he dropped him after a bad week, but he's had back-to-back really um, favorable matchups versus Detroit and Carolina, and he's getting the carries. He had 18 carries versus Detroit for 73 yards, couldn't find the end zone, and then 13 carries and only 35 yards last week. Um, but they're playing the Jets. I think the Jets are right there with the Falcons just like as an embarrassment of a football team right now.
2: he was gonna be my sit of the week until I saw what his matchup was yeah, I think
1: that's what I'm I, I don't think he's he's riding high, but I think this is it like another crappy matchup either do it or don't
0: yeah so I guess my um if he doesn't do anything this game, are you looking to bench him after yeah, that I'm you're looking him. for a yeah. new running
1: back? I don't know about drop him but really? honestly if it keeps going on he's been he's been really not good twelve nine seven three. Well Max, yeah, not... let,
3: let me let me just make this quick comment. That is a good call. Thank you. Can you drink? <laughs> He's
1: going to pick it me. up. I I
0: I wouldn't <laughs> listen
3: to one and 3 over
0: here, right? uh, yeah, No,
1: he's he's been bad. There's no no sure also man. one and 3. Yeah, I'm not good either. So, so. he's giving the
3: opposite advice. So who are you going to listen to? The non one and three. I'm going to listen I'm going to listen to the 4-0. Why
2: do not we listen to the injury prone yeah, roster? Yeah, yeah. Why do, why why do we, why we listen Why don't you go, go ahead and
3: pick, put another guy into your IR spot, huh? <laughs> <laughs> why don't you win a game? I'm
1: 4-0. What do you got to win?
0: And yeah, I have some cheese. A A win's a win.
1: win's a win. I don't know about that.
0: Just like Nagy says, don't matter how it comes, it comes. Cheaters never win and winners never cheat except for this guy.
3: (laughs) Well, if I didn't cheat, which I didn't. And
2: I'm a winner. Let's just uh, say, thank you
3: for that compliment,
2: Andrew. Let's just say uh, you got the deflate gate of the fence. The right, <laughs> yeah. let's get into the wide receiver. Except your points got inflated. <laughs> <laughs> just, I got my, Somehow. <laughs> my sit of the week
1: is going to be Leonard Fournette, who is dealing with an ankle injury um, and is not a guarantee to play. But even if he is able to suit up and get in there, I would not be starting him on a short week dealing with a a hurt ankle and facing the Bears defense. I think that's going to be an air-it-out type game. Um, Fournette hasn't really done much this year besides one good week. Um, And that backfield's, I think, just a little too, especially with him being a little hobbled. I think there's just too many many backs back there to make him fantasy relevant versus one of the tougher run defenses in the Bears on a short week. So Fournette should not be in your starting lineup. This week. I like it. Let's move on to wide receivers. All right, now we can get the
3: wide (laughs) receivers. So my start of the week is going to be a guy who is kind of unknown out there. I mean, people know who he is, but nobody is excited to have him. Nobody's excited to start him, but I believe you can because he is now coming into his going to be his third 100-plus yard game in Will Fuller, and they're playing Jacksonville. So they should have a decent game, I believe. Uh, he is pretty consistent when he stays healthy. So that is my one concern with him is if he's going to get hurt. I know he had a zero in week two, but so other than that, he's had 200 yard games. Uh, he has now had two back to back touchdowns or two touchdowns in back to back weeks. So I believe that Will Fuller has a good matchup. He is the number one, unlike Chris likes to believe. And, uh,
2: yeah, well, think, okay. first start. of all, that was never officially said on any sort of podcast. It so. wasn't said on podcast. But there it was were I officially were, there officially were I my and, ears. <laughs> I and listen, ear what I had read exactly one week ago today said that he was going to be thrust into a number one role because there was injuries. He's talking about Randall Cobb, but
0: I'm just saying, Chris, if you're not getting your statistics from fantasy football debaters.
2: I'm probably not, wrong. Then I'm not.
0: Then, if you're not if you're but, not hearing it but, on our show, then I but, don't want to hear it at all. Here's the
2: inception. I am fantasy football. Fan. <laughs> whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa,
0: no!
3: All right. All right. Who's your sit of the week? All right. Sit of the week is going to be a guy who uh, came out as number one on the list. Odell Beckham Jr. He's playing Indianapolis, who has been very good on defense. <laughs> what? What did you just say?
1: Did you hear what Odell likes on his chest? Oh, jeez. That's oh, why I don't, know, that's I don't why know if the
3: young listeners want to know what came <laughs> on Odell's chest. I don't know if the old
1: <laughs> listeners want to know either. So
3: That's why you sit him. So that's why he went to the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So Odell Beckham, the real reason you're not going to want to start him is because he's playing Indianapolis, a very good defense. He's had one good week so far and one really fluky run on that play too. He had a 50-something yard run at the end of the game. Where he should have gone for negative 10 yards. So Odell Beckham Jr. has not proven it, and I do not believe he will continue to prove it, especially against a good defense. So my question to you is, how quickly do you think
0: Odell gets pink eye?
1: (laughs) (laughs) He hasn't got it yet. He's probably sick.
2: (laughs) All right, all right. If it's not not the million-dollar watches on the field, it's something else off the field on something else.
0: So, my wide receiver start is also Will Fuller. I think, uh, personally, Matt, I think Matthew copied me because he wants to be right about something for once. Listen to who said
3: (laughs) it first officially on the podcast. But, yeah, Yeah, I'm going to have to. Go back and edit
0: his over (laughs) (laughs) yours. But I'm going to have to agree with Matt on that one. Not going to talk too much since we already heard about it. Uh, I have two wide receiver sits because I am not 100% sure that the Titans are going to play. But if they do, I'm saying. You should sit Stefan Diggs in Buffalo. I think you're going to see Josh Allen run the ball. Um, I mean, he obviously already does a lot, but I think he's going to, you know, run for more touchdowns than throw against. Playing
3: against Tennessee. Yeah,
0: against Tennessee. My uh, my other one is Jarvis Landry versus the Colts. He, double Browns. He uh, he really didn't do all that great. He had ten points, which is like okay, but he had a. I think again, a f- more of a fluky touchdown past to Odell. You're not gonna see that, you know, consistent. So I say against a good Colts defense, you gotta gotta put him on your bench. Sorry, Max.
1: I'm gonna definitely disagree with the Diggs one. The, the Landry one, I've been benching him, but I'm gonna. I, I feel like Diggs is a definite start. He's been he's the sixth best running back uh, sixth best wide receiver. He had over 100 yards again, most targets on the team, most receptions. I think on a good Bills offense, he's a solid solid receiver. So I. I'll agree with you on Landry one for sure. The only thing I will say, I um, think Diggs has got to start him unless you have someone really good behind him. I
0: think the only thing, the only thing though that you're gonna have to watch out for is that the Bills also haven't played a tough defense whatsoever.
3: But Tennessee has not been a tough defense. Yeah, right. I mean, uh, yeah. Tennessee hasn't maybe been not, too.
0: maybe not a tough defense, but I mean tougher than any other team that the Bills have played so far, really. Could yeah, so They've looked real bad. Rams and Kirk Cousins were- lit
3: him up a little bit mm-hmm. against Tennessee, and I don't think that's a bad matchup. But I, I feel like Stephon Diggs just kind of like boomer bust in a way. In not, not this year. He's no, been, he's been I, I know so far, but overall as a player, yeah. there's going to be a week where he doesn't do well. And I, maybe the, and that might be next week when yeah. he plays the Chiefs. Or maybe this maybe week when yet. they play the best team they've played so far, I would mm-hmm. say. So I think e- either one of you could be easily be right on this. Landry team. I
1: agree with, though. Okay.
2: Chris? Uh, so my start of the week is Justin Jefferson. Uh, this week he's matched up against, uh, Seattle, which is currently ranked the number 32 defense against, uh, wide receivers, and he put up 23 against, uh, Tennessee, so just going back to the Stephon Diggs thing real quick, you see what some receivers can do to that defense. Uh, and then Houston, he only put up 10, but, um, yeah, Justin's ever since. Still over 100 yards, it's <coughs> in the end zone. Yeah, he's got, um, he's got a good matchup this week, so I think that's a good start.
1: Uh, okay. and then
2: my sit of the week was gonna be Jamison Carter, which I still think you should sit him, but um, a guy that I've been hating on my lineup is Devontae Parker. He has literally done zero zero things like I thought he was gonna be. He's ninety nine percent owned and is not showing out for his for his teams. All
1: right, Max. All right. My start of the week is gonna be C D Lamb on the Cowboys. Um he had his first real real Show up week last week, um, getting his first two touchdown catches, um, getting a fair amount of targets. He had 79 yards and two touchdowns, mixed in three rushing yards uh, for 20 points, and they're um, going to play the Giants. I think the Cowboys are going to continue to air it out. Um, That's just what they've done all year. Dak is going to continue to put up huge numbers, and I think it's just which receiver is going to be the one catching up, whether it's Gallup or Lamb or um, Cooper, and I think Lamb is a, a good flex spot. I don't think he's a necessarily wide receiver one or two yet, but if you need someone for your flex spot, I think he is a good choice. So that is going to. So, do
3: you think uh, CD Lamb
1: is has broken out now officially? I'd say he, he. I no, not. I think he's on the path, on the course. Um, I think he's getting there for sure. But I would not call him a, a, like a must start by any means quite yet. But with the easy matchup of playing the um, of playing the um, Giants, I think you got to start him. Oh okay. And your sit, my sit. I am realizing I put a running back as my <laughs> as my sit. Who was it? um. I don't know what I was thinking. I put Josh Jacobs as my wide receiver. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you are trying to start Josh Jacobs in the wide receiver position. Don't do it. Um, it's a no go. But I'm gonna give you a bonus um, running back sit, I guess. So <laughs> if you, you think Josh Jacobs, Jacobs is a Josh sit, Josh Jacobs. Um, he didn't is do that well last week. Going against Kansas City, who's been the 11th best run defense and just a good team that's gonna make other teams need to pass. He's coming off a six-point week and a seven-point week. Um, 15 carries for 48 yards only last week. Um, three of the four games this year, he's averaged um, right around 3.5 yards per carry, only 3.2 last week. Um, and he's not doing much on the receiving, not finding the end zone. Um, I think he's a guy, you're not even thinking about dropping or anything, but um, if you need a second running back, sit for me. I would have a hard
3: time sitting, Josh Jacobs. Yeah, I... I,
1: I, I Again, I kind of I picked I, I don't know why I dropped the ball.
2: <laughs> <in>. You <laughs> dropped the ball but, worse than DeAndre Swift on this one. I
1: don't know. I don't know about that. But, but I think versus the Chiefs, if you have a good option behind him, if he's not like a, a must start for you, um and you're on the fence, I'd I'd put him on the bench this I week. I would
3: agree with okay. that. Yeah, if you if you have somebody you're really confident in mm-hmm. like like one of our starts of the week. Yeah, ex- exactly.
1: <laughs> like I would start Kenyon Drake over Josh Jacobs this week. So Maybe that's it, too old, uh, But does anybody
3: does anybody have any tight ends they'd like to talk about? Any definite starts or sits this week? I'm
2: I know, just I sorry. my bad. I know that you guys was it last week or the week before we talked about Jimmy Graham. I, I think believe, I brought up Jimmy both weeks actually. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying he's like a superstar, but he does get a lot of targets. Mm-hmm. Especially but he didn't from, do much last week. No, goals. neither did anybody else. Uh, yeah, so. yeah <laughs> bears Robinson, Robinson, Robinson was, was the was only anyone. one in garbage time, and he was
0: my uh, start. Just throwing that yeah, out there. You got real lucky on that one. No, I didn't. All
3: uh, right, because because yeah, because they played prevent defense, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there. So should we it is hop here, up man. into the?
1: I, I do want to give a quick a quick uh, shout out to Mark Andrews. If people were worried about him after a two point week and a one point week, I think okay. he uh, he proved he's still still a guy. He's Maybe not the best tight end in the league anymore like he was last year from a fantasy perspective, but he's still, he should be in your lineup. If you, yeah, know. you know, I, I would actually like to
3: ask you gentlemen something because I'm having a hard time with my tight end,
1: who is
3: uh, Tyler Higbee, who has had two very bad weeks and one three touchdown week. And it just seems to come and go with Jared Goff and that offense. So what do you guys think of
1: uh, Tyler Higbee? Tight ends oh, are just tricky is the, the truth of the matter, I think. It's just finding the end zone or not is really what, what does it a lot. And like you said, he had the three touchdown week. And outside of that, his numbers have been pretty similar most weeks. It's just the one week had three touchdowns. So yeah, um, he's been kind of a letdown other than that one week, so and he, he was supposed to be the featured guy. Right. I'd say yeah, hold on, I definitely don't even think about dropping him yet. But No,
3: not dropping, but is he is he a guy you could keep putting in there, or do you want to go with uh like somebody like a streaming tight end? Right. Um,
0: one name I would like to mention is uh, Mo Ali Cox.
3: Over, would you? So, say, um, I mean, are you are you moving on from my point entirely? Or are you uh, are you no. bringing that into the conversation here with Tyler Higby? I I think like
0: he would rival. I think he would be like uh, that. Would be a good. Um, those two would be like a good um, matchup. You know, if you're if you're kind of on the fence because Higby. He's not consistent, clearly. No, I think, not in the touchdown. I think if you're looking for somebody um a little more low key than him, it was still Mo Alley Cox. I think less people still know his uh, less people know his name.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, and he. Not you guys, because Andrew told you to pick him up and start him last week.
0: Yeah, he. No, I didn't say. St- did I say start him? Uh, I don't think I, mean, I might have because I mean, he scored a touchdown against the Bears, but that was the only thing he did. But, but I that's mean, all. I mean, seven for That's me, all all I I good yeah. enough. Yeah. So he's you know. He's doing alright. He scored um, I think it was 11 points and 12 points the two weeks before, so he's just kind of streaming out there right now. Mm-hmm. I think uh, he's doing alright. Yeah, He's found the end zone the last two weeks. So, so would you rather uh, i a say, guy like him in this week? Yeah, I'd Hick say week? that because um, Phillip Rivers does like his tight ends especially in the red zone, Yep. and I think if you're looking at Jared Goff, he spreads the ball around too much to be I don't know right, if he does consistent.
3: that. He He throws well, he, it to about two or three guys, but he just just disappears some game. I mean, he mm-hmm. played the Giants and was that bad. Not so, like to see. I'm just saying just the I... inconsistent play. Philip Rivers always throws to his tight end. So I see what you're saying. Um, there. Yeah, I trust.
0: Uh, I'm just saying, I trust like a Mowiley Cox over over Higbee. All right, all right. Thanks for getting me. into we
3: our
1: our uh, picks of the week.
3: Yeah, so uh, let's go over the records. I got them all right here. Official records now. Uh, in first place, we got Max with a five-two and one
1: upset of the century, picking the Browns over the Cowboys yeah. last week.
3: <laughs> uh, right hot on his tail is Andrew with five and three, only because of the tie, in, Max tie in the Bengals game. Uh, and then me and Chris, an abysmal two and six. Not, not doing so hot. <laughs> two and six, but my, my lock of the week finally got one
2: last week. So or this week, I was a solid zero and two this week. Yep, so yeah. And we all picked the Titans Steelers doing...
1: game, which obviously didn't happen. Yeah, so only two only picks for us this we're week. We're only at eight or games. Last week, whatever you want to eight say. games
3: now. So, uh, you want me to start it off Let's with my start lock? Off. Let's do the lock of the week first. All right, my lock is going to be Pittsburgh uh, versus Philadelphia in Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh's going to come out and stomp them. I think Carson Wentz has no shot against that defense. And Pittsburgh is just gonna straight up annihilate. You think so? I mean, I the Eagles the had a surprising
0: uh, performance against the San the Francisco, 49ers. but
3: they they're such an injury riddled team that I mean, it, it's I mean, tough. Both, both of those two teams are. <laughs> I mean, you'll 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 know how much I like San Fran in a uh, in a minute here. So all right, you can take uh, take it to your lock, Andrew. My lock.
0: I had to uh, this week. I had to go with an obvious one. Um I'm going Ravens over the Bengals. I think that's a pretty pretty no, easy that's one. A lock, yeah. I haven't I haven't <laughs> used them yet, so and you I d mean, I didn't really w- that, I yeah. didn't really like any of the other teams this week, so I just went with an easy one.
1: Nothing wrong with that.
2: Chris? lock, Chris. So my lock was uh the Niners over Miami. Is that what you just said? No. I'm sorry, no. I was looking at the fantasy squad yes,
1: things are unraveling for Aaron i yeah, i'm, 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 getting, to I'm getting close craig's hard. Hard on my tail right now <laughs> if you're listening craig stop yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah
2: you got a Fran. yeah i got niners over miami just i mean i didn't think that that was too far of like uh just because of all the injuries that the niners still have i felt like it was not too much of like a obvious like
1: and the, the lock can be obvious was, yeah i just don't the your lock. Well, easier. I just you know, don't. But yeah, no, I agree. Even I don't Miami. Be like Miami like hasn't
0: like. been playing terrible though. Like even they did lose to Seattle. uh was I, but, thirty to fifteen, but the yeah. score was fifteen to seventeen, like in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. at the end. So but what
2: I'm saying is, like when we when it comes time to like pick these uh, like our picks, I don't want to just do like the right. Easy. Yeah, you don't yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And, match
3: and like we league. like we've like I've tried to say you. You don't you can't keep picking the same right, teams. Everyone can we, so, we all pick
1: the Chiefs every week, it would be very fun. Yeah. Funny yeah so
3: it. so when 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 you pick like two of the best teams, I mean you're pretty much done. You got to pick somebody else so right. it'll get interesting later in the As season. As the year progresses, so.
1: yeah. yeah. Um my lock of the week is maybe kind of obvious, but I'm going to pick the 2 and 2 Cardinals to beat the Jets in New York. I think the Jets are just like a mess oh, of a yeah, team, just, just not good. And it is time for the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are going to get back now. to get get their get their feet back under them, um, get back to being a, a playoff hopeful, like people were predicting and what they were looking like. Um, so I think that's going to be a pretty sizable victory for the Cardinals. All right, so getting into the upset, uh, I'll be rooting straight
3: up against Chris because I got Miami. You know, a lot tough, in tough in San to Francisco. I have uh, believing in Fitz Magic. I I believe that with the lack of. Quarterback play in San Fran, how bad they looked. Did look. you see Nick? Okay, Mullen's but Jarek McKinnon, at- Jarek
2: McKinnon, and Greg Kittle alone. George, George Kittle. George. George, George, Kittle, George, Kittle. George Kittle, what did I say? Greg. I've did I really? Said that yeah. Before, but yeah. yeah. But, uh,
3: I, I agree. <laughs> Sorry, but, but I think Fitzpatrick. I think Fitzpatrick is going to be able to keep up with them, and I think he's going to make
1: it interesting. Yeah. Did you see Nick Mullins pass um, to the final pick six? I did. To make it twenty-five to eighteen. That was bad. so bad. That was worth. That was like a Trubisky. Yeah. Tr- Plus, bad interception. <laughs> Trubisky, what ask. he saw.
3: Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I thought I'm. It's kind of surprising. I liked some of the upsets, but I wanted to go with the more unfavorable one, mm-hmm. and I think it's gonna be a good game. So I think Miami's got a shot at this one. All right. All
0: right. All right. For my upset, I went with probably one of the highest chances for one. I went with Carolina over Atlanta.
2: Is um, Atlanta
1: favorable how is Atlanta still
2: they? favored? They, they were...
1: They were yeah, they're yeah, they're yeah. at they're home, fav- yeah. They were
2: yep. favored, um... They've, they've been favored every single week and have yeah, lost. exactly. So they're, you <laughs> so know... versus the, the
3: Cowboys. They weren't favored against the Cowboys. So, they you won. know, you oh, gotta... Right, you yeah.
0: know, Carolina's been playing better, yeah. like we mentioned earlier, and Atlanta's just been playing crappy, so I think they have the best shot at any team to have an upset win this week.
1: All right.
2: Chris? Upset? Um, my upset is Cleveland over Indy. Because... Cleveland is coming that's, off of a pretty strong game. Yeah, that, that was line, the one that I thought was the best one, but I wanted to go with Miami. Yeah. I think first of all, I think that's gonna be actually a fun game to watch. Agreed. And um yeah, like I said, Cleveland's coming off a pretty hot week against Dallas and
1: uh two three and one teams too. Not what I don't know if everyone would expect the Colts and Browns to be Three and one going into week five, but here we are. So right, should and be a fun. Add one. the Bears into that mix, yeah. And you got a yeah, yeah. The, the Bears, yeah, three and one also. So, um, anything else you want to say about that one? Or? Uh, I mean, I'm
2: I'm just it's two pretty decent defenses. I mean, obviously, Indy's got a pretty good defense. Yeah, uh, I think but Indy's Cleveland, better. Cleveland I would still say Cleveland has a pretty good defense, though. Yeah. L- better than anything we've Shutting ever seen. Shutting down in the
3: past. Zeke, it's
2: yeah. a tough task. Mm-hmm. So I think. Hopefully it's different than, you know, the the Bears and Colts game because those are also, you know, the Bears also have a pretty decent defense and I feel like that was majorly just a defensive game. That game was
1: honestly is hard to like just hard to stay engaged game. with. It was just boring. Yeah. But yep. Max, my upset. Uh, my upset of the week, I'm going to pick the Jacksonville Jaguars to beat the Texans in Houston. Like I said, I think um, The it could go like Andrew was saying it could definitely go the other way, but I think it's I'm predicting it to go the the opposite way and they're gonna unravel even more with the head coach and GM leaving. I think um, this is gonna be a lost season for them. I like Deshaun Watson, but he's got hopefully Will Fuller, but I think uh, Minshew is gonna be able to pull out a win in Houston this week. All right, so we're going moving into prime time.
3: We got. The Buccaneers at our Chicago Bears. Bears. <laughs> I'm gonna
1: let you guys go first before I make you wanna my go official decision. Line? Yeah, go ahead, Max. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm picking the Bucks. Um, yep. I want to pick the Bears. I want the Bears to be four and one. I want to believe in Foles. I want to think this offense is for real. But but logically, logically, um, it's just hard to pick the Bears on a short week after an ugly, ugly week. Um, Foles second week as a starter. Foles is 0 and 5 in his last five games starting now. We'll take that for whatever it's worth. Um, four of those were in Jacksonville, so not super relevant of a stat, but still something to something to think about. Um, but I think it's going to be a bit of a passing game with both teams having pretty good run defenses. And I'm taking Tom Brady over Nick Foles. Scotty Miller's going to let us up.
2: You hit it. Here hope first. not, but hope so. <laughs> he's, a, he's a hometown kid. Coming in with Tom Brady, he's, he's getting gonna, knocked the f out by uh nope, nope, by no, Eddie Jackson. Nope, nope calling nope, now. Nope.
3: Bears are good at hurting their opponents. <laughs> Andrew, so I I also have. Yep. Bucks.
0: I had a tough decision, but I have to go Bucks as well. The Bears, they can never beat Tom Brady. Be careful! <laughs> now you're gonna make Matt be different.
3: Yeah, Matt to matches. Not making me, but <laughs> but Matt, yeah, you can't. The Bears. I the Bears
0: be can never. <laughs> the Bears can never beat. A, the Bears can never beat Tom Brady. The Bears
1: tend to uh, not do well in the in the bright lights of prime time, especially on a short week. Um,
2: and especially against Tom Brady. Either. So yeah.
1: I'm going to go ahead and change my answer because
3: I had Tampa Bay, but I believe the oh, Bears come are, on. I believe the Bears are better answer. than You're Tampa changing Bay. It. I, believe Tam- I believe the Bears are better than Tampa Bay, and Tom Brady is nothing special, as
2: I've said all season. I've got one name for you, buddy. Scotty Miller. Okay, and, and I've got one name See, for you, you who's going to knock him
1: out. You can argue the Bears are going to win, but I think on paper the Bucks are I obviously just, a better team than I the just, Bears. I just I
3: think the Bears' defense will be able to shut them down. I hope so, but they uh, they shut down every team they faced pretty well for how bad their yeah, offense but they faced been.
1: the Lions, the Colts, the, the Falcons. Falcons. The Falcons they didn't even defense. shut down. They gave them twenty seven. I don't know if I'd say but they shut but them the down the way their but offense
3: played it. it I. I think it's going to be a close one.
1: Yeah, no, I'm not I don't think the Bucks are going to blow him out by any means. I'm not
3: I'm not You know what? I'm desperate here. I'm 2 and yeah, 6. No, I'm going to take I'm going to take it. I'm going to take the Chicago Bears. I'm changing it right We're, now.
0: Don't get me wrong. I'm rooting for the
3: Bears oh, no. 100%. Well, yeah, 100% I, I, but, I are in Chicago Thursday night. Uh Mr. Big Dick over there. So,
1: <laughs> we'll see if he he was not Big Dick last No, but I'm so hoping we'll he it will bad. be.
3: I'm hoping it'll grow again this week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're ready to go. So let's get into the debate here.
3: We've gone rambled on kind of long here, so Yeah, let's make uh, let's make it a quick one, I yeah, think. real quick.
1: It'll All be right. a, it'll, it's it's an, it's right. an
2: interesting yeah. talk. So let's let's just uh well, tell them who's debating. The premise of the debate. So we got the premise of the debate is I win. Okay. See you later, everybody. <laughs> the, <laughs> thank you for listening. <laughs> God. All uh, right.
0: That was week 9 for you. <laughs> uh, exactly. Episode 9 for you. Nah. But we're going to be um going over um who we think the rookie best, running best rookie, rookie running back by the end of this season.
1: Andrew and Chris, let's, let's hear so it. So the
2: two guys that we're going to be debating is uh... Antonio Gibson, <laughs> Antonio Gibson, uh, James, and James Robinson. James Robinson yeah.
0: So as you can tell, I clearly have the better choice here with Antonio Gibson. <laughs> um, <laughs> looking, looking at it, uh, I think you see... Um, Antonio Gibson, the only week so far that he's played just downright bad was the first week, but they also had a jumble of running backs and a big mess. Coming into this week, I know it's pretty early, but he scored three touchdowns, three rushing touchdowns the last three weeks. He's also in the worst division in football. So he's on the Washington (laughs) football team, and can you believe it? They might make a playoff
2: run in the division (laughs) that they're in. Okay, Let let me ask you something. I want you to go down to his stats. Go all the way to the bottom, right? Where you see all the totals?
0: Yes. I'm how up. many?
2: Okay. Start off from left to right. How many attempts? It'll be the first. 44. One. Okay. 44. Well, how many yards?
0: Uh, he only has 186.
2: Okay. How many touchdowns? Three. What's his uh, yards per attempt? 4.2. <clears throat> Uh, receiving how many targets
0: 12 targets for 10 receptions 83 uh sorry literally uh, 98
2: every, yards literally every category James Robinson beats him so far so far and i think with um James Robinson i think
0: with James Robinson since that uh whole Fournette thing he's been the only guy Gibson kind of had they to they
2: have they ha- uh what's his name they got they have another guy that they 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 put in i if, mean James Robinson can, gets the
0: majority can. He's I, since the starter I obviously um but I they think have
1: another running back
0: he, he, he is think. gonna have better sets now but I don't can I I would like to see a schedule but I think what my my biggest point here is gonna be that Gibson does have a, just a terrible schedule he's playing uh the Giants and Dallas and Giants again and Detroit Cincinnati Dallas like Carolina he's he's gonna be I think you're gonna see his name and I also uh what mean like
2: what do you mean? He's gonna have a good rest he, of the year. I think
0: he's gonna have a good uh this is Gibson, by the way. All yeah.
2: the teams that he's playing. Yeah, are the
0: teams bad. that he's playing are bad. Yeah. I think he's gonna continue uh three okay, we'll listen to this. He might you be a touchdown James... monster he, this year. You got
2: James Robinson this week, he's playing Houston, then he goes to Detroit, then he's got to bye. Then his next hardest game is the Chargers. Then he's got Houston again, then Green Bay, who's awful against the run, and then Pittsburgh is a hard one, Cleveland is gonna be a hard one. Then you got Minnesota, Tennessee. Baltimore, which is going to be difficult, Chicago, which we'll see, and then Indy, which is going to be a tough one. But for the for the most part, he's got a pretty easy schedule coming up. And just going back to the stats for a second, James Robinson has 60 attempts for 285, uh, three touchdowns. His yards per attempts are 4.8. He's got 15 targets, 14 receptions, 93 yards, um, or sorry, uh, 161 yards. And he's got no receiving touchdowns, but he's got uh one reds. Actually, he does have a red zone, uh, receiving touchdown. It's a target, target, red zone target. It's a touchdown.
0: Oh, he has a okay. Well, um, I think for for Gibson, the other thing that I do like, he he hasn't had the easiest of schedules either. Um, for the first four games, he did he played Cleveland week three, which he did score a touchdown, which I like to see. And he played um, Baltimore last week.
2: What is Gibson currently ranked right now? Uh, I do not.
1: Has Gibson say, been 30, the
0: guy yet? Is Thirty-one, he... but it didn't. I don't think that includes this week. Yeah, Gibson
1: has, has been it, the starter the yes. last couple weeks for Washington. Yeah, games.
0: and and I he's been a touchdown monster the last three weeks in a row. I think you're gonna continue seeing him. I think football team is kind of on the rise. Um, you saw Dwayne Haskins, <laughs> you know perform and we're not talking think, about Dwayne Haskins No, but so I'm saying you but if you're getting the passing game finally going you're also getting uh Gibson out there. He he does have a decent amount of receptions Coach you know, Barrett, think, Compton. Compton. I'm yeah. just I'm saying James McCaffrey.
2: Robinson, James Robinson hasn't put up any sort of bad numbers whatsoever. The lowest he's scored is 9 points. The lowest he's scored is 9 points and like I said, he's got a pretty decently easy schedule coming up. He's the number one guy. They love him. They literally love him out there. They replaced Leonard Fournette with this guy, an undrafted free agent, and he's lighting it up right now. I mean, I don't. I don't think
0: you can compliment the Jags. Uh, he's moves, number. He's moves. number six in
2: the <coughs> league. He's the number six running back in the league. He's been good. I mean, yeah. there's no I debate think, in the fact so far, I he's th- been yeah.
0: Good. He had. I'm not. I'm not saying he hasn't been good. He clearly, statistically, has been better than Gibson.
2: I just—it's gonna be that way for the rest of the year.
0: I—I I don't think so. I just—you
2: know—he was my week one waiver wire pickup, and look at him. Gibson easy schedule. I th- like how
0: many times. Uh, how many touchdowns does Robinson have? I th- he had the one week where he did really well, and I think that's padding his stats more than anything.
2: He had two touchdowns against Miami, one against the Titans.
0: I I I mean. The Miami and Bengals game, you know, those are two weak defenses.
2: Oh my bad, I messed up. He he doesn't have a red zone touchdown. It was a target. Yeah, That's my fault. So he, I think he has two two easy uh,
0: teams um, in his in his lineup. I really Gibson hasn't had an easy team that he's played so far. Yeah, but that. And that, I think he's establishing schedule... <laughs> himself as a, as a star over there. But yeah,
2: the right. ske- but the schedule just helps. Either one of our cases and on either side of the spectrum, of, just yeah. because just yeah, because yeah. we're talking about who's going to be the number one or the better fantasy running back, I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're talking about who's going to be the better fantasy running back, and the easier the schedule they have, the better it helps your
1: case. Now, so, do you guys think I'm either saying, one's going to blow one out of the water? Or are they going to be pretty close? Come come down and turn down, down. I think I
0: think the both of them. Um, They're both good. I think we can I think, all agree on that. Yeah, I think they both have good chances of being easily being like top, uh, like the top rookie running backs. Um, oh yeah, definitely coming, the in, one, coming well, from the I season, I, the month. I would. I'm, I mean, maybe Clyde. Yeah, uh, yeah Clyde would Clyde, <clears throat> but but I think that even good shots. But I I I I just see Gibson continuing to. If he continues scoring touchdowns like he has, he's just gonna be a touchdown monster. He's gonna have, he's gonna be similar to like an Aaron Jones, um, touchdown wise. I think that is gonna be end up being worth more than your, uh, than your touching like the actual attempts and the actual yards that he's uh, that your guy is. Yeah, getting. but
2: even even if he's even if James Robinson isn't scoring the touchdowns, dude, his rush yards they're not like ridiculous by any means but week 1 he had 62 then he had 102 his worst week was 46 and that was the week he scored 24 points and but the majority of his uh rece- or points came off of receptions he had 83 yards receiving and um yeah uh last week this week he had 75 rush yards uh he averaged 4.4 which that's
1: yeah i think i think if i can jump in first i think uh, um gibson is a higher ceiling i think with all yeah with the touchdown boom and i think like with the him to christian mccaffrey i mean that obviously it's just rivera saying it, who knows what it actually will have pan out but i think he's gonna be he could be like a star one day in the nfl but i think right now robinson is doing it and i don't see any real signs of him stopping yeah i don't see i think any... robinson is more Robinson's i would not be surprised if robinson has a top 10 running back um i think gibson is more like Career-wise, he's, I might I put my stake in him to have a better career. But I think right now, I wouldn't be too surprised if I Robinson, feel like... I'm going to be honest with you. Honestly, like, I, I, would be, I wouldn't be surprised either way. I think they're both good running backs who are <coughs> going to be good.
2: I feel like Robinson... Do you remember... Uh, I talked about him... I don't remember if it was on the podcast or not, but I, I talked about it recently, that Alex Collins guy. Yeah. He had, like, one really good year with the Ravens. And then he kind of just fell off. Mm-hmm. I don't know how how long Robinson is gonna stick around for, but I feel like he could be like a one hit wonder.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm saying. I think Gibson is safer in terms of like career, but I think Robinson right now is good, and if he's gonna stay good right now. Yeah. One
3: I, thing that I think might change in the stats because uh, Robinson definitely seems to be the better runner. I think that Gibson is the better pass catching back, even though he hasn't doesn't have the stats to back that up yet. I think by the end of the year he will have yeah. more pass I think catching stats. Saying, yeah, true. but he's I mean gonna if find you the end zone more. If you
2: just look at the numbers right now and they continue to go up, they're just going to continue to go up for the rest of the season because like I said, he's got an easy schedule coming up and he catches literally look at this. <clears throat> His first game, he had one target and one reception. His second game, four targets, three receptions. Third game, six games, six receptions. Last game, four targets, four receptions. So any pretty much anything that's coming his way, he's catching and Yeah, I, I agree. I just, and I'm not saying he's getting like a shitload of targets, but... He's making the most of the targets he gets. Yeah, yeah. and he's getting yards off of them. No, mm-hmm. I, I,
3: I think you're right. I just think that overall, by the end of the season, you'll see Gibson might have a little bit better pa- uh, receiving stats, but Robinson will definitely have
2: like much better... And Nushies. actually, I yes. kind of, I kind of want to take back what I said. I don't think he's going to be a one hit wonder, but I don't, I don't know what the likelihood of that team is going to be in the next coming years. Yeah, I don't, like you know what I mean. I don't. I think he could. I think he's got the potential to be a pretty good player. But if he stays in Jacksonville for a long time and they don't do something about their line, he might have some trouble in the future. But as of right now, this season, I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be better than Gibson.
3: All right. Well, I mean, we'll just have to see. Two good cases.
2: We'll have to see at the end of the year. Two I mean, good rookies. Two. Promising. I mean,
3: yeah,
0: I want them both on my team. Yeah, no, it, definitely. Yeah, you, you want to so. start
1: them both? That is the
0: truth. But yeah, I think that about wraps it up for yep. uh, episode nine.
1: Follow us on Twitter. FF Debaters on Twitter. Twitter. We're, We're new on Instagram now, which I believe is also FF yeah, Debaters. Yeah, Fantasy Football Debaters. It is.
0: Just look up Fantasy Football Debaters. It'll pop up. As always, uh, shoot us question, any questions. Yeah, questions, comments, concerns.
1: Good, bad, ugly.
3: We don't care. We'll Send re- it, give it to us, praise we'll, us, get anything. We don't care. Anything we'll at shout all. you out on the podcast. Tell us we're idiots or <laughs> yep. something. Venmo exactly. us
2: money. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> we don't care. We'll accept that too. I mean, subscribe to my OnlyFans account. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, let's
1: uh, wrap it up here. Oh, yeah. Thank good, you for listening. good week here. Go Bears. We'll see you next week. Yes, we will. Good night. Thank you and good night.